0: It is Friday, April twenty first, twenty twenty three. This is another edition of Baseball Today, presented to you by MLB Nine Innings. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer. Rob, producer Dan, producer BBD what? with us. Why is that? Because we're we're all together. We're all together for yeah. our Critzball Ball and Play Tournament. Critzball. Critzball. That's what I like to call it. It's a combination of cricket and blitz ball. It's our ball and play tournament.
1: We are here in beautiful
0: yes. Jersey City. Yes, it
1: is. Recording together. Yes. About, you guys are going to see some editing magic. I yes. think Beavers is kind of doing something right now. On my screen, at least he is. But magically, guess what, guys? Later in the app, we will be doing this from a different location yes. and a different time. We
0: are movers and shakers. And today's episode is presented to you by MLB 9 Innings. It has a wide variety of game modes from league mode where users play throughout the entire season... To live play-by-play. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use in your dream roster. Most up-to-date rosters as well, team logos, ballparks, and uniforms. And they've added a bunch of legends to the games, including Hall of Famers Larry Walker, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Michael Jack Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman. So download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 today with the link in the description. And don't forget, we'll also be presenting our MLB 9 Innings question of the week Mm. at the end of this show but Mm. let's get it going with the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. back from his 80 game suspension it had been almost 600 days since he had played in a major league game took it over the Padres get the win did make a really good play out there in right field overall just your impressions and thoughts of of how he was moving did he look out of place anything
1: I don't think he looked out of place I think the big leagues is a difficult place to play baseball that's what I think um I you know I'm rooting for the guy. That's where I've kind of landed here. I, I, I don't, I don't want to keep – you know, he served his time. He's back. I want to see him do well. And the San Diego offense, Chris, really needs him to come back and kind of, you know, be the spark for them. They haven't got it going. We're hoping, you and I both, that not only can he help the team with what he does, but possibly, like, get Juan Soto going a little bit because he hasn't gone yet either. Last night, combined, they were 0 for 9. In fact, 1, 2, 3 right there, 0 for 13. Ouch. Manny Machado, Juan Soto, and Fernando Tatis Jr. I do not expect that to continue. And Manny Machado even said, don't be trying to jump on this bandwagon right. later in the season when it's rolling. Get on it now when it's going slow. It's safer.
0: All right, so the top of the order does nothing, right? And they still end up scoring seven runs, yes. which is something they've only done now four times all season long. Wow. And we looked at that offense. We we're like, oh, man, even without Tatis Jr., that they're still going to be fine. He does provide a spark at energy, and I agree with you that – People can land wherever they want on the whole PED thing. Um, you might just say, I don't care about him the rest of his career, and that's perfectly fine. Sure. For me, he was one of the most enjoyable players to watch play. Do oh. I like what he did? Of course I don't. But you're right. They have penalties out there. Mm-hmm. He has served it. He is back. Personally, I say, okay, let's see what you got. You're a young kid. Let's see if you can grow up, mature. There's That wasn't the only problem he's had. You know, no. no so he's no. got a lot that he needs to work on, and he's admitted as much in his pregame press conference. So I was, I'm happy he's back. I did think something was interesting. All five plate appearances, he swung at the first pitch. You think he's antsy?
1: Yeah, I think he knows that. Uh, yeah, look, we saw him do his thing in the minor leagues, but that's what it is. It's the minor leagues. You, you're so confident when you go down there. Uh, I think he's going to have a little bit of an adjustment period. He, remember he hasn't played since 2021 in the big leagues. That's a long time to, you know, not see. I mean, he saw big league pitching in spring training and stuff like that, but it's just different when you get under the lights of a real big league spring, uh, real big league game. Things are different. I don't think it's going to take him long though. I think today, what, they're facing Zach Gallon tonight. Do you think he does something special? He's got good
0: numbers against Gallon. I, I think
1: he might do something special today. Okay. It might come that quickly for this guy. And yeah, I'm I want to see him do well. And I by the know. way,
0: it was a soft welcome. There were a lot of Padres that's fans that made the you. trip. That doesn't ask you, yeah. Yeah. And even the first at bat, sure, there were some boos there, but there boos was a-
1: initially, and then the Padres fans took over. They
0: did, they did. So this was, even though his first road game, not his first true road test. Go
1: to well. yeah, when you go to Los Angeles, that's going to be a different story. Uh, you know, I think that when you go to Arizona, uh, I don't know. I wasn't expecting him to get booed like crazy. Uh, Not in Arizona, at least. Right, right. Some of these other places, for sure.
0: Speaking of going out of the road, you want to take a road trip?
1: Let's go back in time.
0: Or the future. Or the future. All right, we've actually changed venues mid-show. This is weird. You know why? Because the bosses kicked us out. Because they were taping a little Talking Yanks. That's what happens when you're just a little kid's here.
1: This is a Yankees company, isn't I it? Guess That's so. what everyone always says. No, we don't do that here. No. We're we're actually the most unbiased people at John Boy Media. Absolutely. Look at so this let's,
0: guy's <laughs> let's not t- let's not talk about the Yankees. Let's talk about the Mets, who will be without Max Scherzer for the next ten games. Uh, he is actually going to accept his suspension after he was booted from his last start Wednesday against the LA Dodgers. After Phil Cuzzy Dan Bellino, and their crew looked at his hands and said that. That ain't rosin and sweat, something worse. So we all thought Max Scherzer was going to appeal. Why didn't he?
1: Uh, I got suspended today, ten games. Uh, looked at the, I went to the appeal process. Uh, looked at what the appeal process is going to look like. Uh, I thought I was going to get in front of a neutral arbitrator, but I wasn't. Uh, I was going to be through MLB. So given that uh, process, uh, I really yeah, it wasn't going to come out on top. Uh, given that, uh, the best thing for the Mets. Uh, I'm going follow what the Mets wanted me to do, and that was uh, to accept the expen- uh, suspension uh, and, and come to a settlement with that. I came to a settlement with MLB on what the fine should be, and
0: and move forward in that. Um, so that's the best thing for the Mets at this point in time. It starts tonight. Yes. So, are you surprised the way this thing played out?
1: I'm not really surprised that he didn't appeal after understanding his reasoning right I mean, he said it's not a neutral party this is an MLB led uh arbitru- arbiter right which in his mind this guy is in the MLB PA like one of the heads of it on, on the player side he knows what that means so I think from that standpoint he just wants to get this over and done with as quickly as possible he didn't think there was even a chance that he could win the appeal so in his mind and the Mets mind they said let's just do this the thing I don't understand is Chris. And I don't know if someone can explain this to me. I feel like I got a good grasp on the situation. Hitters just don't want performance, enhan- performance enhancing substances on a pitcher's hand, and that means you know stuff that's going to affect his spin rate. You know, basically let them generate more spin on the ball. Rosin, sweat, and even a little bit of sunscreen. I know it gets really sticky, and you can't avoid that. It it hasn't been shown to improve spin rate enough to affect the ball. So hitters don't care about that. So why does does the league care? Well, this is the problem. That's what I don't understand.
0: They issued this huge, tough-to-digest statement, which I told everybody on Thursday they shouldn't do. They need somebody in front of a camera that can explain the differences between what happened with Domingo Herman and Max Scherzer. And maybe there are differences. Are there? But I don't know. That's the problem is that we don't know. To me, the most interesting part of this statement was based on the umpire's training to detect rosin on a pitcher's hands, they concluded that the level of stickiness during the fourth inning check was so extreme it was inconsistent with the use of rosin and or sweat alone. Now, here's the problem. The umpire and crew that worked Scherzer's game was not the same one that worked Herman's game. So while Phil Coussey says this is – or Dan Bellino said this is the most sticky we've ever seen somebody's hand – that might not be the same thing that the umpiring crew said with Domingo Herman. There's no consistency here. It just feels like the scale is constantly sliding. That's why it doesn't seem fair. If I were a pitcher, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed because I don't know where the landing spot is here.
1: I'm trying to take this very seriously because this is a serious issue. And like, if, Max Scherzer did only use rosin and sweat, and now he's being painted as a cheater. That yeah. sucks for him, dude. That's a big deal. It's a massive deal, especially for a guy like him, who's like a first ballot Hall of Famer, who like has a actual legacy. Like that's that's tough. I'm trying to be serious about this, but I keep going back to the umpire training. Uh, what? Tell me what it was. <laughs> tell me what these guys did.
0: I don't like, even want to ask.
1: Can you imagine them like with like lab coats on, just no. like a bunch of hands, then just being like too sticky. I'll tell just you this. right. Like, what what kind of training are we doing?
0: Yeah, it's it's not good. I on don't any
1: get level. it, man. I like you can't explain to me. I, I'll say this once, and, and and hopefully I won't have to bring it up again. But like, let's just use the data. Let's use the spin data. If all of a sudden we're seeing a massive jump in spin rate on a guy from his baseline, then let's go like investigate.
0: Yeah. By the way, we don't look very good. We look, we're like the frumpy twins in this shot. I look f- excellent, which I am. Better. I mean, it, it's really not fair to you. I'm kind of a lost cause at this age. You, I don't know.
1: I'm doing this without a laptop, no notes in front of me. This I know. Is this free. is really
0: impressive. Well, I had to quote the uh, the uh, yeah. statement because that wouldn't have been any good if I did that. No right?
1: ball knower.
0: Yeah. You know what? There is something, however, that's going to help us with the way we look. It's mm. called Roan. Yes. Because you don't always feel comfortable with what you're wearing. I am Exhibit A. I am going to tell you that for the last several decades, I put on clothes and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This is as uncomfortable as it gets. So, Roan, the commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man. And here's why. Roan helps you get ready for any occasion with the commuter collection, which offers the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, and polos. If you know either of us, we love to dress in that gear. And not everybody can look like this. In fact, most of you look like this. Okay? So if you are going to look like this, but you want to feel like you're looking like this, then you will sign up and hang out with the people at Roan. They've got comfortable four-way stretchy fabric. It provides breathability, flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way. It's time to feel confident without hassle. It's got wrinkle-free release technology. The wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the products. And with Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long on top of that. So Rhone is 100% machine washable on yes. top of that. So head on over to ronecom slash today. Use that promo code today. Save 20% off your entire order. Did you hear me? off your entire order when you head on over to Roan. That is R-H-O-N-E dot com slash today. Use that code word today. Yes.
1: I got some of that stuff. Put it on once for Olivia, and she gave me that look. Damn. You know that look.
0: Well, here's the look uh, of the Arizona Diamondbacks when they gave uh, Mad Bum more than $80 million over five years. Now he's been DFA'd. He's still owed between like thirty four and thirty eight million dollars. We're still having a tough time nailing that one down. The big question is he's gonna pass through waivers. Nobody's gonna okay. take that contract. If he becomes a free agent, which he will, and then he'll sign for the prorated league minimum, which is right around eight hundred grand ish. If you're a contender, do you sign him?
1: I think we're asking the wrong question here. Really? Yes, I do, Rose. Shocker that you're asking the wrong question. Is, is Mad Bum gonna play? He doesn't if he passes through waivers. We what we know about Madison Bumgarner is he likes a lot of other things outside of baseball.
0: What what, like tipping cows? Whatever. This trees. guy, like what
1: I will never slander this dude. Not too much. Like there's Kidding. some things we'll talk a little bit about him, but I'll never slander him because in 2014, his World Series performance Unbelievable. After that, I was like, this guy is a legend. So I just don't think. He'll wanna play. Like why would he? If you can, he's had the career that he's had and he's had the struggles that he's had lately. You can get out of your contract and make thirty seven million dollars and you can go rope some cows? Or whatever do they rope cows or or do they rope horses?
0: I think you rope horses. I think you um No,
1: they rope cows. I know that. I know that. Um he was going to go do that. Why would he go sign with anybody else? And I'll answer your question. If you are a contender, sure, why not bring him in? For the pro-rated amount, why wouldn't you bring him in? Let's see if we can peek under the hood, if there's anything left that we can extract from him. Of course we'll you're going to do that. Extract from him. I just don't. sound like he's a science player. Well, project. that's what. That's why they call you the player, and they don't care. Okay, well, Listen, I, But we care. Let, okay. I don't think Mad Bom cares. I think he wants to go home, man. He's not going to play if he passes waivers. I, I just don't see it.
0: 69 starts in his 4 plus seasons with Arizona. Mhm. ERA of 5.23.
1: Not what you want.
0: He's been a mess. So, you know, you brought in Mad Bum, part of the reason that some Giants fans were ticked off when they let him walk after the 2019 season was, and let's remember he was only 29. Yeah. After that season. He's still
1: season. young. What is he right now? 33?
0: Yeah. But I mean, he's like the I don't want to say he's the oldest 33-year-old, but he's been in our social conscience for quite a while, sure. right? Through his first big league pitch at age 19 in 2009. Man. And he's had an amazing career. I Like, if you're the Mets who are having rotation issues, even more so now with Max Scherzer going the next 10 games, right? They've had guys banged up. What can up. they
1: offer Mad Bum to say, hey, come play for us?
0: What do you mean, what can they offer? Yeah, what? where oh you're just saying he wouldn't like New York City I'm just saying, for the league minimum
1: I mean he's not making a league minimum
0: well he would if he signed somewhere no
1: he's still getting paid everything the Mets would I, only be on the on that's the hook what I'm talking league about minimum.
0: yeah so the Mets can't entice him with anything other than being a part of a team that could have a shot at a world exactly. series exactly
1: i just don't think he's got three of them bro been there done that i want to go rope some cows
0: okay well he has the power to do that uh now, of course, if somebody were to claim him, he has to go do that to collect his money. But if nobody claims him, he could sit at home and collect his I'll money. I'll give you
1: one team. San Francisco Giants. I'll give you one team. That's it. Maybe he goes back there wants to finish so. off. I don't know. They, I don't think so. I think he just wants to ride off into the sunset, pun they're, intended.
0: They're paying too many pitchers already.
1: What's well, another seven hundred grand?
0: No, no, no. But I'm just saying is that why would you want to it- – Give a guy an opportunity who's not as good as the five guys ahead know. of him. I don't
1: know. I'm just trying to answer your question as best I can.
0: Bro. No, there's not There's not one team, in my opinion, that would be like – So you need a,
1: that's your answer is nobody?
0: Nobody that's a contending team. Okay. If there's a young team where they feel like okay. he can be a mentor, teach some things, and I don't know if he does that. i I got to be honest with you. I would have to poke around Arizona – I didn't ever hear anything where they were like, dude, Mad Bum is unbelievable with the guys in the clubhouse. He might be, but I didn't hear that. I
1: haven't really poked around on that either. Yeah, I so don't think he can't. He could be if he wanted to, essentially. That's what it all comes down to with Mad Bum. What does he want to do?
0: Do you think he puts on a major league uniform again?
1: I want to say yes, because in most aspects or like most situations like this, guys end up continuing to pitch because you've already built yourself up you're already in pitching shape you're like might as well just finish the year off but i think Mad bum's a different case i think he's different than any other major leaguer we've seen it time and time again throughout his career uh he's a gamer like i again i don't ever want to slander this dude because of of what he's been able to do in the postseason and his career uh Uh, but i just see him as a a different cat man i do so but i I, think to answer your question no i don't i don't think he does
0: either i think it's over I think he'll ride off into the sunset. Hey, and then if
1: this is it, tip
0: of the cap, it brother. It's a pleasure, bro. Hell yeah. It was. There was a long discussion back after 2014, whose career would you rather have Yes, 2016, 2017, Madison Bumgarner or Clayton Kershaw. And it made you think a little bit. I least.
1: did never think about that. Clayton Kershaw having like a low two into the one. I, I, mean, I know. This but, guy has been incredible. But
0: prior to him getting his ring, there was the discussion of, well, I'd rather have three rings Then three Cy Youngs and an NBA. You know, that was a discussion. And it wasn't totally insane is what I'm getting at. Okay. Uh, One of the more interesting series that's going to get started tonight, uh, Jays and the Yanks. That should be a whole lot of fun. Really good pitching matchup on Saturday with Garrett Cole and Alec Manoa, who's looking to finally kind of put things in the right direction. But the Yankees will not have Giancarlo Stanton. Mm -mm. Uh, He's got a hamstring strain. Sounds like he's going to be out at least six weeks or so. He actually spoke. And um, speaking about his injury, he said, quote, it's unacceptable this often right now. The team relies on me. I can't have this continue to happen and put us it put us in a really tough spot, essentially. Um, in your opinion, has Stanton's injury history, certainly in New York, cost him a shot at Cooperstown?
1: I think it's cost him part of his shot at Cooperstown. There's no doubt. I think his way in is homers. It's the power uh, ball. He has 382 right now. Do the math real quick, 118 away?
0: Yes. Nice, nailed it right hey, there. Way to go, Crespi education.
1: You know, I think that he has a chance, and a very outside chance to do it. I and mean, He's got to stay healthy. He's, outside? I think it's an outside chance. The, you know, is 500 homers the only thing he needs? Because typically, you know, you're looking at some, some war statistics as well. He's well, like, below what... Uh, typically, it will get you into the Hall of Fame. I think he's in the low 40s, and that like 60 benchmark seems to be it. Uh, is he going to produce enough? He, he's a basically a hitter only. He's not going to provide any value defensively, and he's got to stay healthy to do this. I hope he does. I love watching him uh, swing the bat. It's it's so unorthodox and different, but uh, it creates some of the hardest hit balls in the history of baseball. Like people have to realize that we're watching something great with this guy when he's on the field. What he's been able to do in the playoffs. You know his baseball savant page is awesome to see. You know those bright red bubbles when it comes to exit You gotta love that. Um, I think he has an outside chance. It's all about staying on the field for him, and I'm rooting for him because I think he is a very interesting player. And I do love the quote about not being on the field, taking oh, yeah. some accountability in. Uh, I think he's been. You know, if you're a Yankees fan, we kind of just talked to Jimmy and Jake. Like, what do you feel like his tenure has given you guys so far? And they said it's been back and forth. Obviously, when he's on the field, it's great. But he has been uh, injured quite a bit. Um, I I hope he makes it. I hope, he, I hope he's able to find a routine that allows him to stay on the field.
0: So he won the MVP in 2017 when he had the 59 homers. He finished runner-up back in 2014. I'd forgotten about that. Other than that, really hasn't tallied many – MVP votes. One other year he finished 19th or so. Um, I think 500 gets him in, right? There's no stink of uh, PEDs around him. He is one of the incredible power hitters of our generation. Now, the question is, is he going to be able to stay on the field long enough? Because he still has four more guaranteed years after this one. Yes. And he doesn't turn 34 until November. Um I mean, I think his outfield days are really done. I mean, I'm talking about maybe 20 games a year tops out there. And he wasn't hurt playing the outfield. He was hurt running the bases recently. But you don't know what chasing after a ball does to his hamstring and all that sort of stuff when he's in the field. God almighty, is he going to get there? Like what does he get to 400 this year? Can he hit 18? I think, so. I think so. You think so? He's
1: out uh 6 to 8 weeks right now. I think he can. This guy can, you know, he's one of the guys that just if he gets locked in, can hit 8 in a week. You know, 5 in a series. Like I he, he see can him get there. He can do it like that, man. Um and what what I think might happen this year is we had the plan by the Yankees to get him out in the outfield as much as possible. Right. Uh you know, Boone put the number on it, I think at 30 to 40 games. I think we're going to be really cautious with that.
0: So that's not happening. The rest of yeah, right.
1: Like I think he's going to DH a lot, um, so he might not get a ton of chances as much as he would have gotten. Right. Uh, so that kind of hurts. But I, I just I don't know, man. For some reason, I see like a big stretch in September, like when the Yankees really need him to show up. I see him showing
0: up. Well, so here you go. Last year, he only played 110 games, had 452 plate appearances. Kay. He still hit 31 homers. That's
1: what I'm saying. So like, even if he has, doesn't even play the rest of this year, he still has four years if he averages 30 a year. That's, oh yeah, that puts him at five hundred. Yeah,
0: he's there, but that's four after this year. So if yeah. he knocks off. That's another what I'm saying. Yeah, like eighteen to twenty. You know that it, 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 it could get close, man. That five hundred mark there. gets.
1: I think it gets him into. I think
0: he. I think he gets there and he gets in. So that's kind of cool. be really cool, man. Oh yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are big fans of his. Um, yeah. I understand some of the Yankees fans' frustrations with the injuries and everything else, but. Man, he, he is there answering questions every time, whether it's a five-strikeout game, whether he hurts his hamstring, or whether he hits a game-winning Grand Slam. He is there to always answer well, questions. Well, can
1: you imagine being, like, intimidated by anybody, like, looking like that guy? I mean, exactly. <laughs> like, ask me your question, you little person. Like, that's what he probably thinks. Like, yeah. you're – now, that guy way wears road clothes
0: me. great, by the way. Mm. Uh, once again, today's show is sponsored by MLB Nine Innings. It is time right now for our Nine Innings Question of the Week. We appreciate everybody that sent them in. So we have one person who's going to get a Baseball Today T-shirt. Ugh. That is he going to be rich and
1: famous, like you said?
0: Yes, and okay. be rich and famous. Maybe. It is the author of the question, what's the most underrated baseball town? So Joseph Yauch. Y-A-U-C-H, I believe. I was trying to give you that's, a little extra. Yowk? Uh, yolk maybe? With? Joseph, congratulations. Okay. Most underrated baseball town is what?
1: Okay, I'm going to go a couple different ways here. If you ask players what their favorite road city is, most of them will say New York or Chicago. It's,
0: dude, that's because that's not baseball town. There's I'm just.
1: I'm. Let me get to where player. I'm going. Will you stop interrupting me, bro?
0: All right. Let's go. Most I got about 90 guys will say New this.
1: York and Chicago, but the third quickest answer is always uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis. So I don't want to give it there because people think I'm biased. I'm actually gonna go with Baltimore. Good one. I really liked playing there. I felt like the crowds were always showing up, and every single time we did the dang anthem there, and they give they dropped the oh. It got me every single time. That's good. I was there for a lot of opening days for some reason, so I got to see the place packed. Uh, you know, the street right around the the ballpark has some bars there. Everyone kind of gathers and walks in. I love the ballpark. Fun one. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just always had a good time there, and I felt like the energy was always was great, even though I played against some of their teams that were pretty poor.
0: Yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go, actually, with Milwaukee. Yeah. Um. Good Midwestern city, right? They just – they love their sports. They love their brewers. It's been kind of a renaissance for them. They had never had a team go in the playoffs back-to-back years until this recent run where they ripped off four in a row. They missed it last year. But, you know, the place is – you know you're always going to get the game in. Even if it's freaking 20 degrees in Milwaukee, they're playing baseball. So that's good. It's good energy in that place.
1: Is Milwaukee where they had the flyover with the roof closed? Yes. That's a tough one. Yeah, okay. That was a tough one. That's not a baseball issue. I love Milwaukee. I think it's a great place to watch a game because I have been uh, a fan there and have watched a game. I think it's awesome. Uh, And also playing there, it's great.
0: Not Jimmy's favorite baseball town. Well, he hurt himself a little bit. That (laughs) noise. Play that noise. (laughs) It was like the girl who fell out of the grapes, stomping the grapes on the local uh, Fox affiliate in Atlanta that one time where she falls. We should have one of those sound offs with her and Jimmy. Okay. All right, listen. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful, good, safe weekend. We'll let you know how Crits Ball goes. I'll let you know how my night wearing the calves. You get final vote. Should I wear this to the Cavs 100%. Knicks game? 100%. Actually, though, you it, it does
1: look season? like a Knicks jersey. That's it kind says Cavs on it. What? I know, but it's not their colors.
0: It, But it used to be. These, I know. These were the colors when when I was growing up.
1: I'm just saying. It kind of looks like a Knicks jersey so, Got it. or a sweatshirt. Got
0: it. For our one-of-a-kind producers, Dan Rourke and Robbie Shirocco, and the always entertaining Trevor Plouffe, I'm Chris Rose. We'll see you Monday on Baseball Today.